Welcome to the Body and Beyond podcast with Alice and Gina. A podcast sparking discussion on all things health, mindset, fitness, goals, and motivation. We strive to help you to boost your confidence, to take the lead in your own life, to back yourself, and to step into your full potential. Welcome back to the Body and Beyond podcast with Alice and Gina. It's an exciting week because somebody just got married. I did. Yes. It's our first week of being Mrs. Nixon officially. So the um, the wedding was incredible and we had the best time away and we've kind of just come back. This is our first podcast back with Mrs. Nixon. So how do you feel, Gina? I feel good. I feel um like... I don't know. I feel relaxed and um, happy and it was a beautiful day. And other than that, not really much different, but yeah, very satisfied with the day and very happy with my life decision. (laughs) (laughs) Marrying Mr. Nixon. (laughs) That's good. No regrets. No regrets. (laughs) Like I've been to, I wouldn't say I've been to heaps of weddings, but I've been to enough like to have a range of different weddings and like that was definitely probably a bit biased as well because obviously you know I was a bridesmaid but it was definitely one of my favorite weddings yeah oh that's so good yeah you were involved yes but it is more exciting I guess but yeah just the whole thing was amazing the location and yeah just the people yeah it was a beautiful venue Bellingdale Farm in northern New South Wales yeah yeah Beautiful. So today we were thinking about talking through our perspectives um, and our thoughts on fitness industry challenges, weren't we, Al? Yes. And quite on topic because we've just wrapped up our first Ultimate Challenge, which we did together. Mm. So, yeah, it's quite on topic. But I guess challenges, right, it's so prevalent in the fitness industry. Like, you know, you can pretty much scroll through Instagram or scroll through social media and see challenges, you know, pop up everywhere really. So I think, I think there's definitely two sides to it as always with anything really. Um, There's definitely a downside, I guess, to certain aspects of Hmm. challenges, but then I think, to be honest, I feel like there is more of an upside and there's a lot of positive stuff that we can get out of them as well, obviously, mm-hmm. depending on the challenges themselves, right? Because there's such a large range, um, you know, what we're dealing with really when we talk about challenges. I think it's important as well to, to start off by looking at, the you know, whoever's running the challenge, looking at their intention and why they're running the challenge. And I think there's some really big brands in the industry that use challenges as their marketing, their prime marketing methodology. So they'll have short week challenges, whether they're eight or 12 weeks. And the, f- the focus of the company running the challenge is to get client results, obviously in service of the client, but also in service of getting some awesome before and after photos for their marketing, which is how they support their business ongoing. Yeah. So I think that can be, that's very different to how we structured our challenge. And obviously we'll talk more about that, but you can really, I think you can really tell when a challenge's focus is client 
shredding, for example, for before and after photos compared to challenges that really are a starting point for a client's long-term progression and long-term journey and in service of their growth and development and just being the first eight weeks or the first 12 weeks of that bigger journey. I think they're two very, very different perspectives or ways of running a challenge or, you know, seeing how that plays out. So, yeah, I totally agree. And I think a lot of it is down to understanding, I guess, that whole principle of results don't happen overnight, right? You're not going to get from A to B or from where most people want to get to in a short manner of eight or 12 weeks or whatever it is. So um, I I agree with you. A lot of people do base um, a lot of business structures in the fitness industry along you know, just continuous challenges. Mm. Um, and so I agree, like in a way, as long as the participants and the clients are in understanding of where they are on their journey and, and don't see it as just that's my eight weeks to to change or become a different person or because we know that that's not really going to happen, right? But if you're setting short-term goals and you're continuing to do these, you know, in stages over a long period of time, obviously over time you can achieve amazing results in that way. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I guess it really comes down to the challenge and the content itself, right? Because there's also a dangerous aspect in the fact that we hear time and time again, people entering into challenges or fads uh, fad diets, which sometimes mask themselves as challenges as well, yeah. uh, where they're just going to extremes. So, you know, in order to get good before and after photos for, you know, brands or companies who are obviously selling challenges, mm. it involves putting people into huge deficits for that time. So they're losing the maximum amount of weight or changing the maximum amount in that short period of time. We have to understand, right, that that's not always uh, good for people's long-term progression or health or mindset, right? Yeah, exactly. And like even some bigger companies, they might have two tiers. They've got the male challenge version and the female challenge version. It's very generalized, isn't it? You know, yeah. females might be on 1,200 calories, males might be on 1,600 calories, but it's not really looking at each individual human, looking at their dieting history, looking at their training volume, looking at their experience dieting before, looking at their mental health and their capacity to diet, um, or also just the general factors of their height and weight. You know, that's not necessarily taken into account when these, when that, that kind of challenge is just cookie cutter and everyone gets the same diet sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, it's really important to remember, I guess, um, to take into consideration, I guess, your own health and your long-term goals, but also look a little bit further behind, you know, how is this program being generated for you? Is it being generated for you specifically? Has it taken into account all of that history Um, your long-term goals, or is it literally just a cookie cutter program? Like you said, that's going to give you eight weeks of a result. And then you're going to be left hanging out to dry, right? Literally finishing your eight weeks and not knowing where to go from there, how to sustain it. And often you can be left in a pretty bad place, right? If you're following an extremely low calorie diet for eight weeks, you get amazing results. Um, No one's guiding you out of that in a reverse diet or back to a maintenance plan. Um, So that's where people get stuck, I think. Um, And it can really take a turn for the worst and, you know, often end up worse than what you started. Right. Sure. Yeah. 
And I think that's probably a massive difference between that kind of example of challenge that we're just referencing now where there is no support post-challenge. Obviously, um, if, if a company is running an eight-week program or eight-week challenge and then it's over, those customers then are left to their own devices. They don't have that support afterwards unless, unless the company offers that. Um, but that's very different to what we were working through, wasn't it, with the Ultimate You Challenge? So really you did such a fantastic job in customising each individual's journey like it everyone had different focuses different goals it wasn't necessarily just about fat loss but also it was very customized in regards to programming and nutrition plans and taking every single person's needs and measurements and height and weight into into account for as well as their emotional readiness right their emotional stability their mental health readiness and sometimes it's not about actually starting a diet if someone's not ready it's about forming a healthy healthy relationship with food nourishing your body fueling your body and then maybe in future months time then that person may be ready to diet yeah totally agree i think there's one it's one thing to want to be in that position or want to achieve that certain goal and it's another thing to actually be ready and in the right mindset to to actually implement it and do it right Mm -hmm. two completely different things so I guess the thing with the ultimate you challenge and probably why it's always been the ultimate you is down to the individual and what that looks like for them at the start so we weren't really focused on before and afters although we did obviously get a couple people whose goal was specifically aesthetically to lose fat over eight weeks. But I would say that most of um, the ladies on our team had, you know, goals further than just how they look. They wanted to, you know, expand on getting to know themselves, their own self-beliefs, and you you can chat through what you worked through with them as well throughout the challenge. But um, even when it came to their health and fitness goals, right, um, I think more people were wanting to, learn how to create a routine that is more sustainable long-term that they actually felt good on, right, rather than just typically always going for that fat loss diet or um, wanting to lose weight. So, yeah, I think that's really powerful in, in being able to work with each of our clients individually is actually getting to know what really they, they should be working on and mm. individually what we can aim to do throughout the eight-week challenge. So, yeah. yeah. We also gave everyone the opportunity to join webinars live. So we ran a webinar every single week across the eight weeks. Um, Whether Alice was running the webinar more focused on nutrition and training specifics, or if I was running a webinar based more so on mindset and thinking patterns and goals and that kind of thing. So we gave clients the opportunity to join in live and actually work through and ask any questions that they had and work through any, any challenges that they were having as well. Yeah. And I think that's, the key really with coaching as such in comparison just to just getting an eight-week program, right? Because sometimes you work through things or you start something and you realize it's not going well for you or maybe it wasn't the right route to take. Maybe you've got to change your approach somehow. And that's that often happens when people initially come to me um, and they just say, I want to lose weight or I want to lose body fat or I want to get more toned. Mm. Once you start implementing those things, of things can come up along the way that you realize you really need to focus on more first before sometimes going into a dieting or deficit phase so often you know the good thing about working with each of our clients is that we get to adapt as they go right they don't just get a program and that's it like you go and follow that for eight weeks 
Um, you know, things need to be changed if we need to reroute goals and focuses. We can do that along the way to kind of suit each individual's needs, which is quite powerful, I feel, in actually making steps towards long-term change, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, And it's pretty interesting because a lot of online training and nutrition programs are very objectively based, aren't they? So it's like, here's your meal plan or here's your macros and here's your training workout or your training plan, now execute on it. But what that fails to notice is actually the subjective experience or that that person's own internal world and what their thinking is in relation to nutrition or training, you know? So it's never as simple as following the plan. There's always so much more going on. And that's, you know, where we dug into things like really getting clarity on, on individual people's goals. So helping the ladies understand what is it that they want? What is it that they don't want? And really digging deep into that as one of our um, webinar topics then looking at our thinking patterns, really figuring out what, what thinking patterns serve you and what thinking patterns do not serve you and what are you ready to let go of. And for a lot of the ladies, they potentially were aware of some of these thinking patterns, but there were quite a few that were under the surface. They weren't aware that they were running or doing. Um, then we dug into beliefs and values and the impacts that those can have on, on achieving results and, and moving forward and progressing towards what it is that you want. Um, and then how to, we also spoke about how to take these skills and learnings that we've learned and, and take them forward into the future for, for, you know, months and months to come, years to come. Yeah. And I think that is such a huge component in making any change, even if it's just something to do with aesthetic goals that someone wants to achieve, right? And I think people probably underestimate how much that work has to do with being able to implement the, the, the right steps in achieving those goals still, even if even if it is just, like I said, to lose weight, which seems simple on the surface, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's not so simple, right? So for me personally and for my business, my clients, it was amazing being able to implement your program into coaching with them because obviously you know my role in the challenge and in what I do is nutrition and training and so it just complements so well to be able to have your expertise in um working through would you say I mean would you say it's NLP more such yeah so elements from developmental coaching and NLP neuro-linguistic programming sure um yeah combination of them yeah Yeah, it just worked so well. So we are definitely looking forward to running another challenge soon. And and obviously being able to offer that service from you on top of the training and nutrition um, really was, yeah, just next level. So I'm excited to run the next one with you. And obviously we can take the feedback um, to make them even better each time we run them. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's pretty powerful, hey, because even, you know, we had some of your long-term clients in the challenge who'd been working with you for, you know, a couple of years or months and months and months on end. Um, and they've seen some fantastic results. However, in some of the mindset calls, that's where we found some thinking patterns that, you know, that we're not serving them necessarily and that they're ready to let go of, which wasn't necessarily something that was in their awareness previously. So that was pretty cool to see someone who's made some fantastic changes physically, aesthetically, mentally over the last months and years, but now they're actually starting to reflect on their own thinking even more. Yeah. And again, like just that, you know, not having that 
hold them back is allowing them to progress even further than they probably would have or could have prior to sort of understanding and digging into this type of stuff. So, you know, it's very powerful. Um, I think like in terms of eight-week challenges as such in the, in, in the fitness industry though, um, yeah, really just just come down to knowing what yourself, what knowing what you're getting yourself into for a start. And I guess just like we're constantly educating people about the short term versus the long term, right? And if it's going to serve you and your goals for the long term, or if it's something that's pitched to just literally give you something for the next six or eight weeks, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, and really thinking about the plan after the plan. So. Like we were saying, it's one thing to execute on that eight-week cut or shred, um, but what's going to happen on the other side and do you have the support you need to get to get the most out of that long-term? Yeah, and I do feel like that is, that is probably a struggle with a lot of coaches, to be honest, when it comes to the plan after the plan because it is quite often that people will come to you wanting or expecting a result, <laughs> um, wanting and expecting a result, and then... Um, sort of expecting it to to turn around or happen in, you know, eight or 12 weeks, but forgetting that, you know, in order to keep those results or in order to have to go through that reverse diet process or whatever that process is to allow you to progress further and not, you know, fall back on old habits Mm -hmm. takes a lot longer than that, right? So if you are looking to invest in coaching or someone to help you achieve physical results, you know, my advice would always be don't expect it to be an eight or a 12 week thing. No, no, it's a journey. And every time you, every time you fumble, every time you fall down, every time you um, fail, I'm doing bunny ears in inverted commas, you know, you, you learn from that mistake or you learn that lesson. And then you're moving forward with that repertoire, those new skills, those new understandings and learnings. And that's, that's how it all works. You know, that's how we you know, progress along our own journey in time. Yeah. yeah. Small changes add up over time as well. So yeah. there's a lot of clients that I've worked with over the years where they've had rocky starts, I would say, mm. and constantly feel like they're not getting anywhere or they're having to restart, you know, so they will start something, it's not working, they feel like they messed up and then they're going, oh, I want to restart again or should I just you know, go back to week one and it's like, no, like you're not restarting anything. This is literally just ironing out and going through the motions and working through the process and the journeys, right? And often, like so often, it can take a couple months before, you know, certain things align and click and we get things right. And then from there, things start to, you know, progress and snowball. So I also think that people just need to be patient with themselves as well and not expect to just jump on any type of coaching or program or challenge and have this expectation that they just have to, everything has to fit in and it just has to go right because I think that's very rare that that happens. (laughs) Very rare, very rare. Things pop up along the way. You realise, you know, certain things the challenging that you might have not realized was so challenging for you before. And it's just about working through those things. Um, yeah. Yeah. And what would you say the lessons you learned from this challenge would be, Al? Personally? In regards to how we're going to, in regards to how we're going to improve it or run it for the next one in the next couple of months. Um, yeah. I probably need to reflect on it a little more after reading through all of our 
because we do need to get some more feedback, I guess, from everyone as well. Um, But... I definitely think that the lives were, you know, a huge benefit to everyone. Mm-hmm. It was just tough being able to get everyone on at the same time as it always yeah. is. So, yeah. um, maybe having a couple of times or like what we did in this current challenge, obviously we did record everything and upload it so people could watch it back on a later day. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's a good idea though, potentially having a couple of, options each week for that topic so we can almost have a slightly more intimate smaller group still on live yeah um obviously it's the individual's responsibility to get on the call but um I think it's it is quite powerful when people are on live compared to watching it back I totally agree yeah Yeah. what do you think in terms of ways or yeah I think I think I think that is a really good start um and also maybe streamlining that um, one-on-one connection with each participant for myself as well. Um, Maybe just streamlining that a little bit more because here's the thing, like, you know, you and I throughout the whole process, we were so accessible and willing to work through things with each individual. Um, But obviously things come up for people and they're busy or they maybe don't feel comfortable reaching out, which is, of course, on them. That's their decision. But I guess just trying to streamline that a little bit more so they feel um, that, like, I'm a a resource there to help whenever they need. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly the same as, you know, I've got a seven-day chat access function in my app, right? Yeah, exactly. Sometimes I'll pop on and I'll ask someone, oh, I haven't heard from you or you haven't logged anything in the last two weeks. And I'll just get this complete essay of all this stuff that's been going on two weeks prior. And it's like, why didn't you tell me? Yeah. Like we could have changed this or we could have altered this. Like, so I think being able to, Mm. yeah, encourage people to really take charge um, and, and use us and use the resources out there to help you. Because I feel like a lot of the time people do get stuck in, they struggle on things and they get stuck in their own head. Yeah. 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 So for me as a coach as well, I'm constantly trying to remind my team um, that's what the chat function is for. You know, some people really utilize that well of things. It's almost like a journal in a way as well. You know, if things are popping up or challenges are coming up along the way, um, you know, that's what coaching is all about is being able to communicate that with you and communicate that with me and kind of talk through that as a team. Right. So yeah. exactly. And, you know, just remembering we freaking love what we do. So yeah, communicate. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's tough because I feel like a lot of people, there's a lot of people, especially people who've had coaching experiences in the past, um, where I find people are nervous to bug someone or nervous to message me in particular. Like some of my clients will apologize for, you know, in their words, being needy or being like oversharing. Whereas that does, it's not like that for me at all. Right. Mm. Like this is kind of what I do. That's the whole point of the chat. So um, that's what it's all about. I think and that's the difference between coaching and just having a program given to you. Right. like buying of, an online program yeah. and, and actually having a coach, yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of programs and coaches out there who do online coaching as such, but they've never talked to anyone, you know, that have bought a program of theirs before. Mm. 
So they're not accessible in that way. They might be accessible in maybe like a large public group chat or, but they're not accessible one-to-one in that way. So obviously that is the upside because you do have that privacy and that comfort of being able to chat and talk through things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, I think, yeah, I'm excited for the next challenge. We need to work yeah, out with me too. Time. So excited. Oh, good. All right. Well, that's good. I think I think that's a really important topic to to look at. It's it's hard as well, right? Because I think there's still so many people um, in the general population who are still get they get still get drawn into these short term quick fixes and short term challenges when really it is that long term progression and game and understanding and learning. It's, it's um. That's right. Yeah. No, I agree. It's just important to remember, I guess, to, you know, it's okay to enter into a challenge. And if your goal is to lose eight kilos in eight weeks or something, you know, straightforward like that, it's okay. That's also okay to have those goals, but you just have to know how to back that up. Yes. You need to know what's going to happen after that. Are you going to have the support um, and how you're going to continue from there onwards? So you've got to think of the longer term picture. Um, And this is why during the challenge that I did do a couple of lives on basically the whole process of dieting, reverse dieting, maintenance phases, um, and reminding people that if your goal is fat loss or weight loss, ultimately, um, often that can't be done in just one diet. You know, it's something that has to be done in phases over time Mm -hmm. uh, because it does take time. And also you don't want to be dieting for long extended periods of time as well. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Thanks, Al. Well, guys, if you enjoyed the episode, please leave us a review. We would love that. And if you have any questions about our next up and coming challenge slash program, I prefer to call it a program. <laughs> um, yeah, don't hesitate to reach out to Alice or myself and um, we can send you through some more information. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Gina. Thanks, See Al. You. Bye, guys. The Body and Beyond podcast is for information purposes only. This podcast does not constitute advice or services and the statements and views of the hosts and guests are not medical advice. The information provided should not be used for treatment or diagnosis purposes. Please discuss any information from this podcast with your healthcare professional before making any changes to your lifestyle.